award-winning podcaster, Jackson Free Press, best podcast. They quit giving the award away after Clay Edwards won it. <laughs> True story. Didn't even invite me to the ceremony to accept my award. But hey, that's life in the big city. That's what it. That's life in a city like Jackson when you're the only right winger doing a podcast. Oh, good times, good time. I couldn't believe I won. <laughs> couldn't believe Jackson Free Press voters voted Clay Edwards as the best podcast. That's what led to me getting a radio show, that best podcast award. <laughs> well, forever. When your enemies vote you the best, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> anyway, welcome back into the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It's hour two of the incendiariness right here on 103.9 FM. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at, <clears throat> how about my friend, Miss Tina at Patina Hair Studio? Look, man. You got guys. I've seen some of y'all. I saw some of y'all at the Ted Nugent concert the other night. You need to go get your hair cut. You need to go to Patina. You need to go to Patina. Get your hair cut. They take walk-ins, but uh, I would suggest getting an appointment. Get you a cut. Get you a nice fade or whatever it is you like to do. Maybe get a little color in it. It's a lot of that gray out there. Go on. I ain't lie. I ain't gonna lie. I put a little color in mine. I can be. I got. I got the rest of my life to be old. I got the rest of my life to be old and gray. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. Put a little color in that beard. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to kick it. You follow me on Facebook? Heck, you know I do. <laughs> One week there's a picture of me with a with a brown beard. The next week there's a picture of me with a gray beard. <laughs> I'm a bit lazy with it, but hey, it is what it is. But look, get out there to. Patina Hair Studio in Ridgeland. Let them get you a nice cut that you can actually replicate at home with a good style. Women, get your hair colored. Get your extensions. Get your Brazilian blowouts. Hey, guys, girls, I ain't judging. Manicures, pedicures, they do it all there at Patina Hair Studio. You've heard me talk about it at nauseam, but I'm telling you, uh, ladies especially, you know, when you get your hair colored, I date a stylist, so I'm learning about these things. When you get your hair colored, there's a set time. And it can be 20 to 30 minutes. You're just kind of sitting around doing nothing. At Patina Hair Studio, you spend that set time in the shampoo station chairs that double as full-body massage chairs. Do I really? Do I, do I, I can just shut up right here, right? I can just shut up right here. But look, you're going to get over-the-top over good service. They sell great products there as well that you can't go buy in the stores. So stop by, see them, patinahairstudio.com, located right over there in Ridgeland, right by Krilakis Greek Restaurant. Um, if you know where that is, you'll know where Patina is. Give them a call, check them out, patinahairstudio.com. Check them out on Facebook, Patina Hair Studio. And uh, my friend Tina's good folks too, man. She's good folks. She's from right there in Florence, Mississippi. She's one of us. She's one of us. And I tell you all, all the time, we got a wide array of sponsors here. When they... When they help support what we do so we can stay on the air doing what we do, let's support them so they can keep doing what they do. It's the circle of life. It just keeps giving. It just keeps giving. Patina Hair Studio. All right. <clears throat> Carly Russell. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I was a little late to the dance on this story. 
I, I you know, I when somebody's like, oh, it's a, it's a missing girl, I, I'll be honest. My spidey senses always go up on this kind of stuff. It's it's just like when when somebody tells me the police killed a black man for no reason. He he was just walking to the st- on his way to Bible study, and the police just pulled up and killed him. I'm like, well, there's, I'm wait, I'm wait. There's more to the story because you know I know police don't just do that. Police don't just do that. So my spidey senses go up on these type things. You know, like when a when a gay actor in Hollywood that lives in Chicago gets assaulted at two in the morning on his way to Subway by two Trump supporting thugs, gets bleach poured on him in a noose, and they say, "Welcome to MAGA country." My spidey senses go up. Like I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe that. So this story. Let me give you a little synopsis real quick. This is a girl who had gone through a breakup. She's uh, flunking out of nursing school. And um, she was on her way home and sees a toddler on the side of the road crawling down the interstate. A toddler. She calls 911. And then she disappears. People thought the toddler was a trap. Somebody put their toddler out there to crawl down the road so they could nab an unsuspecting good, uh, good citizen, good Samaritan. People believed this. Y'all are so stupid. Why are you so stupid? Anyway, she shows up a couple days later at her parents' house on foot. Now, here's one of the funny things. There's some video of her going to a store to buy some snacks. She left her purse in her vehicle and her eye watch, of course, because didn't want to be tracked. She may have left her phone there, too, I would presume. But You know what wasn't missing? You know what wasn't left at the scene? The snacks that she bought at the store. Couldn't find them. She took her snacks with her. So what we're going to do here, we're going to play about a six-minute video or until I decide to stop it. This is the press conference with the police folks over there in Hoover, Alabama. I think it's Hoover, Alabama. But um, they're going to lay it out for us. And this is going to be about as good as it gets. Y'all enjoy. I'll chime in when, I, I'll, uh, chime in when necessary. Carly's 911 call remains the only report of a child on the interstate despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. No one has called to report that a child is missing, and the Hoover Police Department did not locate any evidence of a small child walking down the interstate. Data from Carly's phone, including her Life360 app, shows that she traveled approximately 600 yards in her vehicle while she was on the phone with 911, stating that she was following a child. 600 yards. That is six football fields straight, 600 yards. The Hoover 911 Center received a second call from Cardi's mother stating that a relative was on the phone with her when they heard Cardi scream and then they had an open phone line. Hoover police officers arrived on the scene within five minutes of being dispatched and several other officers arrived shortly. They located Cardi's wig and cell phone in the grass near the vehicle 
Her purse was located in the front seat of her vehicle with her Apple uh, Watch in the purse. Now, you know, the one part of that that did make it somewhat believable was that she left her wig. I know how important wigs are to some people. The food she ordered for Tzatziki's was also in the car. The items she purchased from Target, as well as the items taken from her place of employment, were not in the vehicle, nor were they located anywhere around. That's the snacks that he's referring to that I told you all about. The scene. Hoover police deployed all available assets from the point in the search for Carly. Additional resources were called in to include our own drone unit, crime scene investigators, numerous detectives responded to the scene. Throughout the day Friday, officers from surrounded local and federal agencies assisted Hoover police in the search for Carly Russell. Officers returned to the scene on 459 to conduct a thorough line search for evidence. K-9 teams from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department responded to check for any sign of Carly, the child that she claimed to see, and anything else that could be considered evidence in this case. Those searches all turned up empty. Private citizens, including search parties organized by our family, friends, began looking everywhere that they could to find any trace. These searches took place throughout the day Friday and again on Saturday, yielding nothing. At 10.44 p.m. on July 15th, the Hoover 911 center receives a call from Carly's residence stating that she returned home on foot. In subsequent investigations, detectives obtained surveillance footage of Carly walking down the sidewalk alone prior to arrival at her residence. She was conscious and speaking with paramedics when she was transported to UAB. Detectives were able to obtain a brief statement from her prior to being treated and released. During the statement, she told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. She stated when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child, a man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. She stated he then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car and the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18-wheeler. She stated that the male was with a female. However, she never saw the female, only hearing her voice. She also told detectives she could hear a baby crying. She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. She said orange hair well, must have been a Democrat. She was able to escape the 18-wheeler and fled on foot, only to be captured again, and then was put in a car. She claimed she was then blindfolded but was not tied up because the captor said they did not want to leave impressions on her wrists. She said that they took her into a house and made her get undressed. She believes they took pictures of her, but she does not remember them having any physical or sexual contact. She stated the next day she woke up and was fed cheese crackers by the female. She said the woman also played with her hair but could not remember anything else. At some point, she was put back in a vehicle she claims was able to escape while it was in the West Hoover area. She told detectives she ran through lots of woods until she came out near her residence. During this interview, detectives noted that Carly had a small injury to her lip, and she claimed that her head was hurting. She also had a tear on her shirt. Detectives also noted that she had $107 cash in her right sock. Out of respect for Carly and her family, detectives did not press for additional information in this interview and made plans to speak with her in detail after giving her time to rest. 
Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. We enlisted the help of the United States Secret Service in conducting this analysis. Part of what data includes several Internet searches in the days leading up to their disappearance. I, I know he's putting y'all to sleep, but pay attention here. Pay attention here. That I think are rel- very relevant to this case. On July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an amber alert was searched. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught was searched. On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th, at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about abduction, was conducted. There were two searches related to Amber Alerts on a computer at Carly's place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. There were other searches on Carly's phone that appeared to shed some light on her mindset, but out of respect for her privacy, we will not be releasing the content of those searches at this time. We've asked to interview Carly a second time, but have not been granted that request. As you can see, there are many questions left to be answered, but only Carly can provide those answers. What we can say is that we've been unable to verify most of Carly's initial statement made to investigators, and we have no reason to believe that there is a threat to the public safety relation the time. Alright, what do y'all think? Let's take a break real quick, come back, we'll break it down. Give me a call. 601-879-0002. I'd like to hear y'all's theories on all this. I mean, I guess there really ain't no theories to have. They've kind of laid it out. But if you got any thoughts or want to make a joke at her expense, I'm in. I'm here. I'm here for it. 601-879-0002. 02. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Got a little off track there that last segment. But, I, hey, look, man, I I think that being a public service announcer can be a good thing every now and then. I mean, look, I see these things that I'm passionate about, and I can't hide things I'm passionate about. I don't like seeing people get taken advantage of. But I also get to where I'm like, when you have a ton of access to information available to you and you continue to let these things happen to you, I I have a hard time feeling bad for you. But every case is a little different. Every case is a little different. So just, uh, man, be weary. If it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. I think it's a good good, uh, theme for your life, good good rule to live by. All right, so this Carly Russell stuff, we, we, we spent the whole prior segment discussing it my buddy michael has been uh, has been on top of this for since day one sending me stuff before i even knew what it was about on this deal and he sent me this little article this is a tweet i think from complex it's a it's kind of a black urban type lifestyle magazine and the the cop went over this but i think it bears repeating it said this is carly russell's search history before before her disappearance had been revealed this is what they found on Tuesday, July 11th, at 7.30 a.m., she she did a search. Do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? 
But they, I love people's search histories too because it just lets you know how stupid people are. Uh, on Thursday, July 13th at 1.03 a.m., how to take money from a register without being caught. Put on a robbery. And uh, same night at, or same morning at 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way ticket from Birmingham to Nashville. She's going to be a country music star. She'll fit in right up there good with the with the rainbow supremacists running Nashville. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and what's really sad about this, there's a woman, I got to pull her name back up here, who apparently uh, in 2016, her daughter was kidnapped. And bear with me one second, I'm scrolling back down here. Her daughter was kidnapped, and she was like one of the first women on the scene trying to help find this girl. Here it is right here. I'm just going to read from a tweet. It says, thinking about Angela Harris today. When Angela heard that Carly Russell was potentially kidnapped, she jumped into action and was among the first to lead the community search. Angela's daughter was kidnapped and murdered in 2019. Rest in peace, Anaya Blanchard. And I read a little bit more on this the other day. And, you know, apparently the, the police response was not nearly as aggressive for that initial search and rescue as it was for this one. Apparently there was some backlash, so on and so forth. So they that's why they jumped all in on this one. So, you know, you got this woman out there who probably feels like if I can do my part to help save this girl, helps keep this family from going through what I had to go through. You know, she's out there. And the girl just playing with her emotions. Juicy. Birmingham Juicy. Over here just playing with her emotions. She should be ashamed of herself. Ashamed of herself. Her family and her should have to pay back every penny of overtime that city spent every resource that was wasted the whole nine yards you know i don't even want to call this a mental health problem i think i i I addressed it as that the other day i said we got a mental health problem in this country this girl's probably strung out on drugs this girl's just an idiot she was apparently doing this because she was going through a breakup and wanted the attention of her next boyfriend pathetic um, I saw on Facebook earlier, so it must be true, but somebody has shared the the boyfriend's Facebook profile, and I guess Carly has a fake profile of a guy, and she was in the comments, like, def- defending herself. She's still doing this. So, this is nonsense. She needs to be arrested for something, and I have no sympathy. No sympathy for this girl. What do y'all think, man? Casey texted in and said the story is 100% uh, fabricated. I agree. Our, our FBI agent on the wall, our occasional fill-in host around here, retired FBI agent Chris Hinkle, you know, he, he, something made his, uh, his ears perk up a little bit. He said it's interesting that they sought the help of the U.S. Secret Service and not the FBI on tracking her phone. You know, I heard that too, and I don't. You know, I'm obviously I'm not deep enough in the weeds that I would I would know why they would use one instead of the other. 
But that is interesting that the, you would use the FBI and not the, I mean, the, the Secret Service and not the FBI. I mean, why would the Secret Service offer their assistance on uh, a missing person's cell phone data? That's kind of strange. I mean, again, maybe there's a completely logical reason that I'm not aware of, but I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe Chris is still listening. He can chime in and give us an idea why they would have done that. But that made my ears perk up a little bit, too. You know, and, and that's the other problem. This is one of these things. Well, not that's the other problem. Here's another problem with this type of stuff. Now, it's the old boy that cried wolf type thing. Now, the next time this happens, are people going to have the same energy to want to run out there and help somebody? Or not the next time this happens, the next time somebody comes up missing. And it seems like a wild story. Are people going to have the same energy to want to run out there and help? Or are they going to say, nah, it's just the next Carly Russell? That's what you got to worry about. You know, is do people, are people going to care as much? Are they going to take it seriously? I'm going to tell you, you know, it's like the weathermen around here. Always, the, the there's a tornado coming through. It's going to be, it's a, it's an alert day. It's going to be tornado. Now, I will always believe that because I hate bad weather. You got to, all you got to do is tell me tornado and I go into hunkering down. But. A lot of people don't. I'll call up uh, my family, my girlfriend. Oh, they're like, oh, it's going to be bad weather, y'all. You got to go and get, get to the house, get to where you're going, get off the roads, call the kids. Uh, I, I'm in full prepper mode when bad weather comes. I'm leaving work early. The whole nine yards, I hate bad weather. Tornado weather. I don't like hurricanes and stuff. That don't bother me because that doesn't really affect me. But hailstorm, I don't care about any of that. Tornadoes. I hate tornadoes. There's just nothing you can do about it. When one decides to drop out of the sky on top of you, you just got to hope you ain't where it drops at. You want to know what my, my fear is, what my boogeyman is? It's tornadoes and Jackson gas stations. Ain't A, a tornado got a better chance of getting me than a Jackson gas station. I can control that. But anyway, it's like these weathermen always talking about, today's the day we're going to have, F5s tearing through central Mississippi. Maybe I'm exaggerating a bit. They don't say it quite like that, but you get my point. You begin to get numb to it. Other people begin to get numb to it. They're like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to do what I do, and if it rains, it rains. And it gets harder and harder to convince people to take it serious when every time you say it, nothing happens. That's exactly what's happening here. You know, when you have these fake cases, it gets harder and harder, or these hoaxes, it's it harder and harder to keep people's energy levels up about it every, the next time there's one. And, you know, there's, this made me think about something. You know, we're never scared to make stuff about race on the Clay Edwards show. The There's a thing out there in the black community when a white girl comes up missing, I think they, I can't remember the name of it, it's like, Missing white girl syndrome or something like that. They say that the public freaks out more when a white girl comes up missing. But if the same girl, same scenario, same everything were equal and black, that nobody would care. The Gabby Petito, am I saying that right? The Gabby Petito disappearance was a good example of that. Well, I think this 
right here completely busts that myth wide open because this had the country on the edge of its seats. And this is a black girl. Let's take a phone call. Hey, you on there? Oh, good morning. This is uh, the real D. Harper, Master D. Hey, Master D. I've been prophesizing on the radio, and I've been pretty good at it. Ask Kim Wade, but what we're going to use the term white and black. What white people don't know is that our history is written right there in the Word. It's time for us, the ones that want to stay, the American government needs to give us the option to go back to our motherland. America cannot be safe, sir. It's not global warming. It's y'all's warning. And Mississippi, Florida, Florida going to be damn near wiped off the map. We got to realize that uh, your fathers originated from our father, Jock Ben. And uh, we come from uh, the creator himself. You can like it, but when you have a group of people. All right, I like Master D, but I can't handle the. The radio up in the background. Master D, you're going to have to holler back, brother. I can't do the radio. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. Uh, Master D, you're welcome to call back if you, uh, if you can cut your radio down. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards Show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at ClayEdwardsShow.com for shirts and more. Peace.